This is Mattress Island. Hey, welcome to Mattress Island. I'm Coles. And I'm Court. We are on week five of Seeking Brother Husband. Week five, second to last episode. Um, I'll admit, I'm ready to watch something else. I need to see what happens with everybody, but I'm ready to move on to some other drama. I agree. Or drama, period. Yeah, that's probably the better way to put it. They reel us in with these little tidbits on this show where you think something big is going to happen, but so far it's not really, it's not really getting there. And I, uh, sometimes I wonder if I've lost my ability to watch a show weekly instead of binging 10 episodes at once, if that's my problem. But I went back and watched last week's before this week's again, just to see, and it, it didn't do much. <laughs> yeah, I... You know, every year when Handmaid's Tale comes out, I always tell my sister, like, I just want to wait and watch it all at once. And I can never do it because I can't wait and I'm super impatient. But Jesus, like watching Succession now week to week, which, by the way, I know you're waiting to binge it. It's been really good. Yeah, I'm excited. It's been really good. I've been like, I just whip through like, it's like anything that looks like a spoiler. I'm like, no, no, but. So far, it's worked out, but I've I've uh, done that wrong in the past and spoiled shows for myself. Yeah, me too. Um, I definitely spoiled Sons of Anarchy for myself, but quite honestly, that wasn't a great show, so not a huge loss. But we are looking at what is going to be great up ahead. And if you missed our special announcement, we are planning on covering Match Me Abroad, which starts on May 14th on TLC. And Court and I were also just discussing a little one episode special about one of the reality greats. Court, what is it? Selling Sunset. Heck, yes. Season six? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know what season it is, but I'm here for it. I don't want to have to talk about people's sex lives. Like, what is it? The Bactyl test? Do you know about that? No. Like, we're in TV shows and movies. It's like, oh, God, I'm going to explain this all wrong. It's, it's like a feminist viewpoint on movies and shows where like you know a show can't pass the test essentially if a woman talking to a woman is never talking about anything but relationships and I feel like you know obviously with relationship shows that's all we get to do so I'm happy to even though it's ridiculous talk about some women doing business and other things that'll be fun and that's just a great cast on that show. It is a good one. And it's nice, short, quick episodes that you can kind of come in and out of. Good and good drama. The soundtrack is obviously something to be desired. <laughs> Slash admired. <laughs> the soundtrack. I know we've talked about this and we are not <laughs> the only ones who feel this way. Whoever is doing the music on that show is actively punishing us for watching trash. And I don't appreciate it. Yeah. 
when we make our own soundtrack. Look out, world. Yeah. Well, I, I'll sing any any songs on request. You tell me. Voice of an angel here. <laughs> it's absolutely not true. <laughs> Disclaimer. Poles <laughs> cannot sing anything ever. <laughs> do not ever let me do karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> although court we are legendary scream singers like on my kitchen floor or on any vacation i feel like we always end up with a theme song. yeah the back of a van at three in the morning to go catch a sunrise yeah yeah back of a cruise ship singing lisa Loeb. yeah if only if only <laughs> as i'm sitting here with my cat-eyed glasses yeah. If only it had foreshadowed that we shouldn't have stayed on the cruise. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you say <Yeah>. leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I did do a just a little bit of research this week, and it wasn't on any of the characters, but it was our, I don't know, cast members. What do you call them on a reality show? I'd say either one works. Peeps on this show, it wasn't my research was inspired by them. I wanted to look up what the significance of Moonstone was. And honestly, the more confused <laughs> was at the beginning. <laughs> Basically, what I found was Moonstone has a long history as a talisman uh, for fertility, love protection and sleep okay i mean i feel like they say that about like hmm. lavender and you know yeah everything uh healing properties this i found interesting <laughs> uh it it can be associated with healing nosebleeds that came up on literally every website i looked at nosebleeds i don't know do you shove the crystal <laughs> up your nose i <laughs> I didn't look on how to. I just looked at what it's supposed to do. I was going to say. Headaches, um, bring it on, sunstroke, and epilepsy. It's a jack of all trades then, really, isn't it? I'd rather just have the dog. I want, I want to meet the doctor that's like, hello, epilepsy. Uh, I'm going to throw a crystal at you. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love all the hippie stuff. But like, if I had a serious illness, I'm not going to a crystal for it. <laughs> no, you got to mix in a little Western and Eastern medicine together. Absolutely. We uh, opened it up with Elise on Mike, right? Yeah, the co the continuous uh, portion of the conversation with the moms. Yeah, we're we're back at that vineyard that... You know, I'm just going to say I'm still mad at it. Yeah. It was... I, the more I looked at it, the more upset I got about, obviously, previously mentioned, the paper cups. Did you see what they were doing for food? It was about as good as the M&Ms on the table at the roller rink. I thought I saw a food truck. But maybe I'm wrong. I'm actually convinced it's a public park where you're allowed to just bring your own wine and they called it a wine tasting which that's what i call breakfast on sundays to make myself feel better but yeah i mean if that's the case my backyard's a vineyard <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the, the more i watched them at this place the angrier i got 
um, paper cups. And then it looked like there was a loose and also damaged orange just sitting straight on the table. And maybe like some trail mix. And I saw some grapes. I did not see a spit bucket, though. And that surprised me because nobody seemed buzzed. And I thought for sure they were that kind of villain. Yeah. Maybe they just spit it right on the ground. They seem like that kind of villain. (laughs) (laughs) Things just got worse. (laughs) Maybe it's non-alcoholic wine, for all we know. (laughs) How, How pissed would you be? If you went on a trip to a vineyard and didn't realize it was non-alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to save our Modellos for another day. Yeah, Modellos will, well, they cure any sort of drunkenness and rehydrate you. We learned that in Napa. <laughs> it's one of the best tips I've ever learned in life, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're too drunk from a day of drinking in the sun... Slam six Modellos on your way home while somebody else is driving. That's the most important part. Don't drink and drive, but hit that Modelo. You'll be ready to go. Yeah, you'll make it out for dinner. This podcast, not just about the brother husbands, the life lessons that Court and Coles can provide. Right. Priceless. Yeah. Learn, learn from our experiences and our mistakes. <laughs> So many mistakes. (laughs) But here we are. Uh, Here we are. And so, yeah, we jump back to the vineyard. Mike's telling everybody that this was his idea. Mike was telling everyone that it was his idea, which knowing now what we know that he also has a girlfriend, I was, I guess, kind of glad to see him stand up for her because I was curious how that was going to go. He seems like a mama's boy for sure, who may have just been too, you know, worked up to stand up to his mom. Um, All of that, I think, was fine. Him casually announcing that kids aren't off the table was very awkward. That was one of the more awkward things that have happened on this show. Let me tell (laughs) you, as somebody... That is one half of a marriage who, from the jump, we never wanted kids. If all of a sudden Pete said something like that to our family without us having any sort of a discussion, I would be furious and like hurt. That's yeah. that's just yeah. that's not like a willy nilly thing that you should be bouncing back and forth about. No, and it's definitely a private conversation before anything, and especially with family, like moms who are pressuring you into it and saying how much they want these grandkids, and then to just, you know, just say no. The answer is no. If the answer is no. Here's my answer to that. Go adopt a baby. You take care of it. I don't want it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Mike backtracking on the baby situation, that was bullshit. Um, yeah, but also, like, I'm sorry, it's okay to have a discussion with your parents about, like, expectations of a family and things like that. I just felt this conversation makes me so uncomfortable. And luckily, 
in my case, our families have always been pretty respectful of the fact that we don't want kids. But like this whole day with the parents, it was to discuss their children's sex lives and reproduction. And I don't like that. No, it's definitely not my idea of a fun way to spend a holiday or a weekend or whatever they were doing. I'd also be curious how many times Mike's mom and Elisa's mom, or was her dad there too? Anyways, yeah, he was how there. often any of them have all met each other? Because it also feels like maybe it is a separate conversation between all of them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It. It was, it was all just icky to me. But it, it also, it just felt really sexist because I felt like everybody is looking at Elisa like, you're the bad girl here. And Mike is just, you know, the innocent little scamp. I'm surprised he didn't have his backwards hat on. Yeah. Or his buddies with the seagull that flew into their head almost <laughs> you know i found the picture of the one-legged pelican by the way <laughs> <laughs> terrifying even on film <laughs> yeah terrifying even on one leg <laughs> i and then mike took his mom on like a little one-on-one -on -one sidebar i i don't feel like anything resolved in this entire meeting no nothing did resolve and i don't know like i understand sometimes conversations in person can be a little easier but if she's not on board with this her coming there to hear you say in person my wife wants to sleep with other men it's not gonna make it that much different no no and like, I don't know what the expectation was that all of a sudden, because they had half a paper cup of wine and a orange that might be a bong, <laughs> that they were just going to be like, oh, I see what you're saying now. It didn't make sense on the phone for these last five years, as you've been telling me the situation. But yeah, they, I mean, the conversation was very surface level. There was no informa new information presented to make things sound more realistic. You know, nobody really brought up, at least on camera, um, you know, how they're feeling or why they're feeling certain ways. Like, if you're having a disagreement, sometimes just saying what you're feeling and why or how something affects you can be really helpful. None of that happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say Mike's mom did say the only thing that made sense to me that I think I've ever heard on this show. Um, although it ended up being kind of the, the start of a problem when she was like, well, you guys won't have any time for this when you have kids. I never had that much time on my hand to worry about a relationship, which has been my beef with this whole concept at the beginning. Who has the time? Right. Yeah, I think the concept is probably that the girl doesn't have to do as much and the two guys spend all their time taking care of her. But that's not really happening in any of these relationships. Doesn't seem like it at all. No. It doesn't seem like it at all. And the fact that we're focusing on the sexuality of the women 
and not the men. It just it's really just starting to feel sexist to me. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting concept. I don't think this show's doing it any favors and <laughs> what it could be or what it is or what the intent of it is, but also maybe there's just not a lot of couples out there doing this. I guess. It just it just feels like everything is a lie. Like are Lisa's transition lenses even real? <laughs> yeah. Does she need them for both the day and the night, or is it just a one-off type of thing? I don't know. Maybe she has some sort of a light sensitivity issue. I don't know, but it's just not my favorite look. Sorry. No. If they actually, like, transitioned, it would be fine, but they never go fully dark. Or fully clear, like, it seems like. I'm fully clear, yeah. Like it's either stare at the sun for a minute <laughs> or take them off. Yeah. 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 I don't really have anything else to say about this group. No. And I'm trying to think of even their preview from next week. And I think it's just the kid thing. I think, I think. they just have that conversation and probably break up. Here's hoping. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well she is trying on wedding dresses left and right on instagram i suppose she's probably just promoting another business but i'm like what why that's weird uh that is weird well then we we move back to houston uh kenya is there to buy Tiger some big boy sheets for his own room since he doesn't get to sleep in mommy's bed anymore. <laughs> Did you take a look around that store that they were at? Uh, it was like Kewl and Linscombe or something. I saw, obviously, the inside and thought, this is not for me. Oh, really? <laughs> I was so distracted by everything that I couldn't even hear what they were saying. I was like, those sheets look amazing. Look at how fluffy those down pillows are. I, well, clearly I take bedding seriously. I mean, just to be clear, guys, we named this show Mattress Island because, like, that's what I call my bed. <laughs> so I take bedding very seriously. I will only buy Egyptian cotton sheets, like down comforters need several down pillows i mean court do i not have comfortable beds in this house oh you definitely do i don't think it was the bedding that threw me the store just seemed very chaotic like it did not look organized to me maybe i wasn't paying close enough attention it just it felt very it didn't feel high-end luxury i'm sure they had some very nice stuff in there but every time they panned the camera i was like why is this random swatch over here and then this is over there and the way it was laid out it seemed almost like the kind of places where like designers go to get stuff rather than just like a regular retail store yeah but the products looked nice i couldn't take my eyes off of especially the pillows <laughs> i was really excited about the tiger pajamas i definitely thought she should have got those i can't like i actually can't believe she didn't loved i know loved 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 them <laughs> yeah so she and carl are having a great talk carl is making a lot of sense and 
I've just, I've had to really think about why I feel the way I do about Kenya. And here's, here's my issue with her, I think. All of the other women on this show seem like considerate partners. Like, they are, they are worried about how their partners are feeling and are trying to be considerate. I don't think Kenya has any of that. If she does, we can't see it. Yes, Kenya doesn't seem like she has a ton of compassion. And she seems like Carl talks about her in the sense of like, they almost just have this businessy kind of friendship, I guess. Like, you know, they made the point of, I don't say things to Kenya just to appease her. I don't usually just take Tiger's side and that's great. And I think that's a mature relationship where they're having a lot of like in-depth conversations, but in some ways, like I can see why maybe their marriage isn't the forefront of their relationship. They're like business partners and he's like a philosophy teacher. <laughs> yeah. Well, and their, their portions of this show just kind of feel like a commercial for their businesses. Yeah, it's... Yeah, they're another one. You know, they're probably one of the stronger couples to watch just because, you know, they are bringing in the third now and from an entertainment standpoint, their storyline has been okay. It's still not overly exciting. They are that one couple that has to tell any stranger on the street or salesperson who will listen that they are in another marriage. They could have simply said, oh. this is for a guest room. This is for a child's room. Because like you said, the way they set that up about going shopping for him was, it was creepy. It was like he was moving out of his crib into his first big boy bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and the sales lady, of course, Kenya, we saw her take giddy delight in this is for my other husband. I loved that the sales associate just yes anded that shit and was like, well, basically she pulled a Coles like, I'm just going to keep asking questions yeah. until you seem really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would have been like, tell me more. She also pulled a Coles, even though you obviously have a husband. But when she said the best life is just to get two dogs. Two dogs. <laughs> yeah. I see you, lady, with the glorious Steinem glasses. I see you. The other thing I thought was interesting was when she picked out that color swatch. And then was, A, the fact that she asked if it went with beige, as though that was going to be a problem. That was a bit just yeah. stupid. But <laughs> what doesn't go with beige? Literally, tell me the whole store any was color beige. that doesn't match beige. <laughs> Pick out anything in that store, it will be okay. But it was when um, the salesperson asked if Tiger would like that color, and she was just like, I don't know. And it's like, well, you've been together for 10 years, you probably have some concept of the color palette. <laughs> Tiger, does she, though? Well, that does she care? I know it, it would appear as though she does not. Yeah, well, okay, so she keeps talking about how their relationship is transitioning. And 
I wish she would come up with a different phrase because every time she says it, I automatically go to like gender just because I think that's like such a hot topic on other shows that we're watching right now. Um, but it's like, it's just exhausting. This, this group is, is exhausting me. Bring David in. Come on, let's do it. I want to watch him for a while. Bring David in. And I like, I don't need much follow up from the paint night, but I kind of want to know like what the scene looked like when Tiger and Carl came home. Was the tarp still just laying out in the middle of the living room did moonstone ever hop in the bath with them (laughs) did they ruin everything in their house (laughs) well who cares because they're getting out of there have they seen the realtor again that's what i want to know i mean kenya wants her own bedroom uh basically she said that tiger needs to put out or she needs to get her own space to meet her own needs so (laughs) they better get out of that little condo fast (laughs) They better. I'm also curious if Tiger works from his bed or why she can't ever just go in the room for by herself for half an hour. Go take a bath, honey. Like doesn't he (laughs) doesn't he leave and go to work? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, and this whole time they're shopping, like Carl just voice of reason, like telling her that she does need to be sensitive to Tiger's feelings and telling him why tiger feels the way he does because i just i don't i just don't think she can see past whatever her feelings and needs are again maybe that's just editing i don't know but she just comes across as a hundred percent self-involved but carl was very thoughtful and you know carl basically gave her the idea to do the only nice thing I've seen her do on this show. Did she propose with her own wedding ring? It sounded like it. I had questions about <laughs> that as well. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so the proposal. <laughs> Next time we meet them, she's on a walk with our boy Moonstone looking good in like a blue and white gingham uh, harness. Again, yeah, mustache on point. <laughs> he is a cute little dog. My favorite, my favorite thing of this whole show <laughs> was uh, uh, when they put up, you know, the lower thirds, and it'll be like Kenya forty six or whatever. They had one of Moonstone, and it was just Moonstone dog dog. <laughs> no, it's like I, I feel like they probably could have got away without. <laughs> addressing that but i liked it uh personally i think every dog should have their name posted in a close-up and you know maybe a little bio besides dog i was gonna say i get the name in the (laughs) picture but do you need someone to tell you it's a dog (laughs) moonstone can help with your epilepsy (laughs) (laughs) yeah got a nosebleed shove him up there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shove them up there yeah so uh, what what is there to say really about this proposal at the park though i hated everything about it except for tiger's reaction <laughs> which i actually loved that part of it <laughs> yeah he's been waiting he's a sensitive soul it's yeah 
we get what we wanted out of it. We get to see Moonstone in an outfit walking down the aisle. <laughs> Tiger gets his 10-year commitment that he's probably deserving of. He's obviously been committed to this relationship. And while I'm fully guessing he knows it's not a legal marriage, it still gives him something that he wants. Does Kenya take his name? Does she become Kenya Moonstone? I mean, if she was smart, they would. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they were all named Moonstone, and that's why they have to indicate which one's the dog. <laughs> Tiger's reaction, though, it really was great. He like screeched, clutched his pearls, and teared up. It's exactly the reaction you want to see for a proposal. So good for him. Glad he's happy, but you know, yeah. I just honestly just don't care. Is he gonna be happy a week from now when David moves in? More importantly, now that we talk about the names, would Moonstone's name be Moonstone Moonstone? I don't see any other possible way. <laughs> no, yeah. I have no idea what Carl or Kenya's last names are. We'll deep dive into that later. Moonstone, Topaz, Emerald Rhodes, Rose Quartz. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, I'm excited to see them next week. What I am curious, I couldn't tell from the previews, is... Does any of their family show up? It didn't look like much other than Carl saying he couldn't believe he got to preside over this wedding and it's not a wedding, but that's fine. You know who I want to see there? Dr. Flex. David? No, Dr. Flex, the trainer. Wasn't that his name? Oh, yeah. That was his name. I want to see David stand up when they ask if anyone has anything to say. What do you what do you think he would say? He'd probably just pull out a tarp and some paint. <laughs> this brush stroke is amazing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Oh well, yeah, that's what. Because yeah, if that's what like the stroke of some gross paint does to you, you probably do need your own room slash your own mm -hmm. house. Yeah, and probably some cleaning products. Ugh. It just it's so performative. Everything with her just feels so performative. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, anything else on these peeps? Nope. Till next week. Till the wedding. Until next week. And then never again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then we moved on to Shara, Patrick, Noble, Valentino. A lot of names. Like bold names. It, they're all quite sophisticated. Yeah. Valentino's back, and I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, Valentino's back. I don't know if he's going to offer a whole lot to us, but maybe a baby. He didn't sound too into it. No. The views were pretty. I love a waterfall. Yeah, it was very nice. They've made their commitment where they're going to see each other every two weeks, one way or the other. Yeah, and she mentioned Noble's not out of the picture just yet. Yeah, but yet she has tried to break up with him several times. Okay. I was thinking about this, and I feel bad for Noble. Like, clearly he still cares and wants to be around. And, you know, she didn't want to hurt his feelings. But here's, here's my thoughts. She wants someone to take care of. Someone to be financially and emotionally dependent on her for everything. Why is she giving up Noble? Because he seemed to meet those exact needs. Yeah, I don't know if it's the baby 
thing. But again, you wouldn't necessarily have to give him up. Or I kind of wonder if Patrick really doesn't like Noble and it's affecting their original arrangement. Because there was some talks of, you know, with Valentino saying the more he gets to know both of them, like both Patrick and Shara, it did seem like they needed to make sure there was the the three-way <laughs> fit. Yeah. And I don't know that Noble and Patrick are buds. It, I mean, it was, it was blatantly said that Patrick did not enjoy when Noble lived with them. So yeah, there's that. Yeah. The baby, the baby is just boring because, well, is it boring? Is it just because I'm not a baby person or is it just not that interesting? I don't think it's that interesting. (laughs) I think going back to the um, photo lab, the photo shoot. Oh gosh is almost more interesting than hearing them talk about who who may or may not have a baby with her. I legitimately blocked that photo shoot out of my head. (laughs) Those pictures have to be released to the world somewhere. We got to find them. Oh my God. I want to blow them up (laughs) and have them all over my house like Sheena Shea's wedding photos. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, please. Throw those in there while you're at it. (laughs) You've got lots of wall space. (laughs) <laughs> really <laughs> pretty small <laughs> so yeah she kind of leaves it with valentino that she does need to have a talk with noble but i mean she didn't necessarily say to him that she was gonna end it yes yeah, yeah i you know obviously we analyze it more than i'm sure tlc ever wanted us to but i don't understand either why <laughs> She needs to end it with no, no be if her impact, like give it a couple months. Yeah. You know, like if, if he's going to move here and his deal is, you know, it's only Patrick that he's comfortable with. And that's a decision that Patrick and the three of them come together, then that's different, but they've already kicked him out. He already is not around that often. Why wouldn't you kind of, just see what happens before getting so ahead of yourself yeah i mean i guess it's it's a kindness in a way i mean if she truly doesn't want a romantic relationship with him and he's allegedly not allowed to see other people in the polyandry scenario like he should be able to get on with his life so that's that's nice of her that she isn't stringing him along and i mean let's just get to the breakup like she was she was absolutely torn up and upset, and he was too. I mean, she reacted with sadness, and he reacted more with like defensiveness. But yeah, it was it was hard to watch. I mean, you could you could see real feelings. Yeah, there's real feelings there for sure, and you know his comment of. I think it was something about, you know, he didn't realize it was one or the other because it was coming across that way to him that it was Valentino and not him versus why there couldn't be three. Like what the limits are in these situations, if there are limits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they've they've pretty well covered, you know, that he's not a good roommate and, you know, might be lacking in, I don't know ambition or like uh, what am I, what's the word i'm trying to say 
like drive to law to yeah motivation whatever mow mow the lawn well we know the lawn care is a serious issue and (laughs) patrick sold that mower but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah you don't you don't get much of an explanation as to why they're not connecting like emotionally or physically so I'd be I'd be interested to know more of that. I think if we got more of that conversation, it would be to me that would be more interesting to watch than her dating or trying to have a baby. I agree. I either want to see them clean two to six Teslas or get into a real conversation about their relationship. You know what I don't want to see again? That necklace that Noble was wearing. Did you clock it this time? Because it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like it came from Charming Charlie's. Is that is that a real place? <laughs> it used to be. I don't think they exist anymore. And I'm assuming they weren't in Canada. It was like where you go to buy like $10 jewelry to match like a bridesmaid's dress. You know? Yeah. It sounds <laughs> a little terrifying. <laughs> I mean, you know, I imagine. I, I, I imagine Charlie's in jail now. <laughs> Charlie's diddling people in the back of the store. That that charmer. That is not funny. We do not support that kind of behavior on this show. Fucking Charlie. Fucking Charlie. Anything else? I feel like Noble was maybe wearing gear to promote his comic book. I forgot to look it up. It's like Kid or something. Like lightning bolt writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, I'd be curious to check out his his work yeah it might provide answers to us actually on that note i want to check out chara's work too since she's supposed to be an artist well yeah we saw that first episode them basically splatter painting a wall in all white outfits yeah i'd like i'd like to purchase one of her pieces to have with my life-size poster art of her and of her valentino yeah (laughs) I keep wanting to call him Valentine. Have you been watching uh, Love in Paradise? No. Girl, watch it. I know. There's just so many shows out right now. <laughs> there are. We're getting hit hard. <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> it's getting almost, almost outdoor temperatures here. <laughs> I, I was going to say, it was snowing on Sunday, so I'm still okay with it. Once the weather gets better, it'll be a little tougher. <laughs> yeah. We're having the same weather weather patterns, I think, where one day it's very nice, the next day it's snowing, and I'm like, what is happening? But it, it is good for our reality TV binges. Yeah, definitely. Today I was like, I didn't even know how to get dressed. I put on like a sleeveless, like one piece jumper and then like a thick sweater. And I was I was okay because I did wear it both ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sick of this. Why do I live here? (laughs) Pizza. Oh, yes, pizza. (laughs) And hot dogs. I thought long and hard about hot dogs when I guess we can move on to Kim, Dustin, and Vincent because they're having a little cookout. Ah, yes. And he's the world's worst barbecue. (laughs) Yeah, okay. This is where I was going with this. He said he was grilling hamburgers. Excellent. And grilled hot dogs. Does anybody like a hot dog on the grill? I do. You can't eat them that way. 
but like with like a ton of barbecue sauce on the on it. Okay, I don't even know how to react to barbecue sauce on a hot dog. So good when it comes off the barbecue. No. <laughs> Do you put anything else or is it just like the dog and the sauce? Well, you put the sauce on, then you put it on the barbecue. So it makes kind of like a little coating on it. Okay. Then you, then you put it in the bun and put like your condiments on it. Okay. I'll never try it. I'll I'll say that right now. But <laughs> well, then I will not invite you over for a barbecue when Doug's cooking because it's his specialty. Is it? Sorry, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm from the Chicago area. Like we are known for our hot dogs, which are steamed. They need like a little snap when you bite into them, and then you've got like the relish, tomato. Uh, onions. Oh, so good. Like, that's all I want with a hot dog. Maybe a chili dog once in a while. You know, like Portillo's or Gene and Jude's. How do you feel about corn dogs? I love corn dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyways, yeah, I, I had feelings about the grilled hot dogs to the point where I actually did write a note about it. (laughs) (laughs) anyways kim kim dustin and vincent this storyline gets me every time her heart is breaking you can see it dustin has concern for her and vincent vincent's heart is also broken it's like you can you can feel that these are real people with real feelings and it's super relatable even though you know maybe the scenario isn't but like you know you can you can see that that woman has pain yeah and you know her talking about her family when she was talking to her brother she's kind of been exiled from because her family is religious and this is obviously not a religious choice like it's not cody brown it's just a lifestyle and yeah, to be exiled from your whole family, and she obviously cares about that too, I would hope then means this is just something she feels strongly that she needs to do, because otherwise, why would you go through all of this? Yeah, it's it's sad that under the guise of religion, that somebody would allow their relationship to end with their child because of their sex life. How does, how does it impact you? Yeah. You know, I, I just, I'll never understand it. I'll never understand, you know, parents who cannot accept that their children are gay or trans or whatever. That's your family. I mean, I could see families have issues, but like, why this is something you are not involved in yeah why does their sex life matter to you unless you're raising their kids like because they just keep popping them out like unexpected also went on a binge with that lately (laughs) but it's just it's so it's so irrelevant to like a sibling relationship a child parent relationship it's it's disgusting shame on her parents yeah Yes, for sure. I don't know. They do come from Indiana, the land of Mike Pence. So, well, yeah. And they have said they're very, very religious, 
which part of the problem here, but I also don't think you should ever hide who you are from your family necessarily. But again, I don't understand why all these people are telling every single person in their life until there's something to tell. With Vincent, there there was to some extent, but she hadn't told her brother. Yeah. Like, just, just live your life, and then that's what being an adult is. That's why you move out. That's why you have your own life. Go find out what's important to you and what you're doing, and then, if needed, tell the whole world. Yeah. Well, prior to this show, she did have a blog about polyandry or polyamory. I can't remember. I think... I don't I didn't see anything about Dustin being able to see anybody else. I don't remember. But so I think she already was public to an extent. So, you know, in this day and age, it's yeah. like pretty hard to keep a secret. <laughs> but um it was it was just it was really sad to see her trying to reach out to her family and I'm not a Christian, but like isn't an important part of Christianity like accepting and forgiving people isn't that one of the things that jesus was into i don't know it just i just don't see like giving up your daughter because of who yeah. she's having sex with it's agreed it's sad also did you clock that kim might have been wearing moonstone jewelry i didn't i saw her bracelets i i i might need to google what moonstone looks like other than our other than our buddy <laughs> i think it's just a white rock <laughs> it's a white rock that you jam up your nose when it's bleeding back in the day you used to jam the white rock up there and it would cause a nosebleed <laughs> tell you about how my neighbor had a nosebleed a couple of weeks ago and called me for help and i was like yeah searching high and low in my house for like gauze a tampon anything to just like jam up note to self buy a moonstone <laughs> By a moonstone. Um, no, but like really back on to Kim. Um, you know, it was like you could when she broke down after the call, ah, uh, you know, you could just see it was definitely the hurt from her family, but I definitely have to think that like she's also got such hurt in her heart right now from everything happening with Vincent. Like, I just wanted to hug her. Yeah. No, they are. They're genuine and they're sweet and I have some comments on inviting people over to a barbecue and then asking them to put together your picnic table, but it is family, so I guess we can let it slide. Let's face it, Courtney, if you were having a cookout and your dad was coming over, would you ask him to help you put together a table? Not on the spot. He would know in advance, but also <laughs> I would never be having the cookout. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't do it either. But I also weirdly like to put things together. Like, oh, give me a complicated IKEA piece of furniture. I can do it. <laughs> I don't want to, but I will. Oh. Well, book your book your flight here anytime you want. There's a pile of things that I just haven't put together. <laughs> Going on to Priceline now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, was Kim's brother Mike? I forgot to write down his name. I feel like he was another Mike. Yeah, Mike. He seemed like a sweetheart. Like, I'm I'm glad that he's open-minded, and I'm really glad that she has his support because he seemed like a genuinely nice dude. So yeah. I'm glad that there's at least something there. Yeah, and him and Dustin seemed like they had a friendship. Like, 
at whatever point they were all family and things were better. I feel like Dustin's the kind of guy who could get along with anybody. Yeah. And he's a massage therapist. So. I feel like Dustin has a pocket full of moonstones. I, I just know this. Next time I'm in Asheville, I want a massage because I bet he's really good at it. <laughs> if his fame from the show doesn't take off and he quits his job immediately. Oh, man. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe I could call in a special favor. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe he'll join Zeal. Oh, <laughs> they need more <laughs> massage therapists. Every time I try and book a massage to come to my house, it's like searching for therapists, searching for therapists. COVID really ruined that app for me. <laughs> really did. Really did. <laughs> What are we thinking? Do you think there'll be a season two? If there is, I think the show actually needs to be longer, maybe, or less couples so we can get into things a little bit more. And I I think they need to pick people who are truly living this lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Or just do a show on polyamory. What do you think? Yeah, it's hard. I don't know, because I, I watched Seeking Sister Wives back in the day when the first season was on and I, I it was mm-hmm. I would say considerably better than this I agree and then season two lost me and I was like I don't even know why there was another season of this things got real messy with some of those couples but there were some couples on that one that you wanted to follow up with because there were weddings and people mo- people actually moving in and yeah so that was my hopes for this one but the way it's going right now I don't I don't think there's going to be much follow up at the end of this season that we need to know about that Instagram couldn't answer for us. Yeah, it just it just hasn't delivered. I'm not getting the trash element that I want. And it just we know it's a lie at this point. I don't know. I've I've definitely been more into 90 Day the Other Way right now. It's been so good. So good. <laughs> It's in my, it's on my watch list. I just, um, I watched the first, I think two or three episodes and then I went away for a couple of weeks. And then when I came back, I just kind of forgot to get back into it. And now I'm just going to wait until it's almost over and then just spend a weekend watching it all. Did you see anything on Debbie and Osama? The lady who's like in her late sixties from Georgia, blonde hair like recently see anything well just anything in general like do you know who i'm talking about yeah yeah i watched the first two or three episodes okay they were trolling her so hard on the episode that aired on sunday like when they showed her speaking of show music they had on like prohibition era like (laughs) dude she's not that old like (laughs) She's in her 60s. Calm down. She's an adult, yeah. you know, but I don't know. They were, it was, yeah, it was, it felt mean. Oh my God. She really delivered this episode. She was singing lullabies to a donkey and then she fell off of it. it things got bonkers. Things got really crazy. You need to catch up. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to get, get into this soon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the reality roster. The I'm reality trying to think. Roster. Love after lockup continues to deliver. Any any other reality shows out there that you were watching? 
No, I finished Love is Blind. I'm sure you've seen all the the stuff. The reunion was probably the worst thing I've ever seen. Honestly, like it gave uh, the sister wives reunion looks so much more interesting. Like really, Vanessa and Nick Lachey couldn't interview to save their lives. It was like it was just it was disastrous. Okay, because the only thing I heard about it was that like it didn't air when it was supposed to. Yeah, it was supposed to be live. And then there was some like issue, which I don't know if that would have really added anything that much more exciting than just filming it. Other than I guess you don't edit it. But it was just I know there were there were definitely like some watch alongs happening. Um, like the reality gaze podcast, they were doing like love is live and then it didn't didn't happen. So that effect I get. I mean, it's always it's always fun to like make something an event, but yeah, that that was really all I heard about it was just that it was supposed to be live and then Netflix like crashed or whatever. Yeah, and then Vanessa Lachey asked every couple like obnoxiously, like more obnoxious than Mike and Elisa when they were all having babies, and you could just tell some of these couples just don't want them. And she's like, "What? You don't want babies? There's nothing better in life than having children." And People are calling her out now for being that person. And it just wasn't a good interview. And every time Nick tried to ask a question, she basically was just like, I'm here to ask the questions. And he just sat there awkwardly, like so emasculated, which I mean, fine by me. But it was just awkward. What band was he in? Was it 98 Degrees? 98 Degrees. Was their song the hardest thing or whatever? Yeah, that was one of them. Yep. I can picture who he is, and I remember him being married to Jessica Simpson, but it's like, outside of that, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, well, now he hosts a bunch of Netflix shows, so I don't think the gap in his resume from when you knew him last to now is a, a coincidence. I'm not gonna lie, I loved that show with him and Jessica Simpson. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like the the original reality TV era. Oh all that stuff like we were just like what is this yeah cameras in people's houses and now it's like everybody but yet here we are still watching them all some of those are fun to go back to i was looking for old episodes of the the surreal life oh yeah it was like on vh1 and it was like random like you know past big stars or like d-list stars yeah i'd love to rewatch that but i can't find it I didn't look very hard, though. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but... <laughs> I'm sure it is. I don't know. Somebody send me a link or just tell me where to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the worst part about watching TV is, like, finding what you want to watch. <laughs> it's true. Or and then you, as we, as we know all too well, accidentally stumble upon something like toddlers and tiaras, and all of a sudden three days has gone by, and you're like, I think my brain is actually like turn to mush now and i need to turn this off (laughs) our toddlers and tiaras binge on your last visit here i think has been what's made me want to go look back at some of like the old school reality shows yeah why were we watching wife swap i think it was like basically the only thing on because we were in napa in that airbnb okay and it was um like we either didn't figure out streaming or there was no streaming. We weren't in the room a whole lot, obviously, but yeah, it was as we were getting ready to go for dinner and it just happened to be on. 
and we ended up watching a couple episodes. It was the right thing at the right time, though. It was. It was the exact... Nothing could have been funnier. (laughs) It was the episode with the Balloon Boys parents. Parents? I wish I I can't remember any of their names. I think the kid's name was Falcon. He lost it and started playing harmonica at one point. I mean, it was... It was amazing. That was bananas. We should find that clip and throw it up on Instagram for everybody. (laughs) Yes. Yes, coming soon to Instagram and TikTok. I'm sure it exists. Whatever the hell that guy's name is and his harmonica breakdown. <sighs> All, right. All right. I got nothing else. How about you? No, I uh, look forward to the season finale. I don't think we need a reunion episode either, which I don't usually say. That's usually something I live for. Yeah. Actually, maybe it would be exciting. We're not going to get it, so I'll stop thinking about it. But <laughs> We'll conduct the interviews. <laughs> I was gonna say Mattress Island podcast. You want you want to tell us your real story? Well, you let us know. Hey Dustin, I know you're following us. You want to talk? Hey, hey Dustin. <laughs> hey Kim. Um. Yeah. Well, now we can uh, start to focus on selling Sunset coming up. Uh, Match me abroad. I'm totally psyched about both of those shows. But now I think it's time for me to get horizontal. You enjoy your evening in Mattress Island. All right. Peace out, people.